Welcome to the Unfiltered Career Search Podcast, or UCS. This is where we talk about college life and recruiting for your first job while keeping it unfiltered. I'm Sabrina, and thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, everyone. It's Sophie, and we are getting to the end of the semester at this point, and that means that it's time to start thinking about summer. So a lot of you will be doing an internship this summer or starting your job. So we wanted to take an episode to talk about what it looks like to ensure success at your internship. Hey there, it's Amanda. And to talk about success at your internship, we have brought in Alyssa. She is a senior from Marion, Illinois, majoring in marketing and management. And she says that she's a breakfast gal. Her favorite restaurant in Bloomington is the Village Deli. Hey, Alyssa, thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. And our first question of every episode is unfiltered. What has been the greatest struggle in your career search? I think the greatest struggle was knowing what I want to do. Kelly has the internships out there with so many different companies, locations, and titles. But the hard part was figuring out which I'd enjoy. If I didn't narrow it down, I would have thousands to filter through on Handshake. I'll say I didn't really enjoy my internship after sophomore year, but I was so grateful for it because it helped me learn what I don't like. I loved having another summer and opportunity to find a job I like before figuring out what to do full time. That's awesome. I know even Alyssa, you've mentioned it to us before. Like sometimes it takes figuring out what you don't like to actually figure out what you do like. I think a lot of people can relate to that. So thanks for that little point of advice. So moving on to the rest of your key tips for success in the internship, we were curious, though, to first know how you got your internship, especially because you did your internship in HR, and that is just not common for a Kelly student. Yeah, absolutely. So I used the Kelly Career Services Center, and I used what was then called Kelly Connect, and now it's Handshake. I'm sure you guys have talked about the difference here, but I basically looked and filtered through internship opportunities for HR roles. And let me tell you, there weren't many. I applied to all of the ones available because I knew my chances were low since I didn't have an HR major or an HR experience. Like I mentioned, I didn't really love my sophomore year internship, but I watched the HR interns that summer and realized what they were doing was what I wish I was doing. So that's why I decided to look in that field for an internship for junior year. I actually, when I tell you there weren't many internships, I put all my eggs in the few baskets that there were, and I would run through campus and do anything I could to get my face in front of recruiters. When I heard they were passing out ice cream in the Arboretum, I was like putting on clothes and running down there just so I could talk to them and get my face in front of them because I knew that was one of the only things I could do to secure a spot in that intern class. Yeah, that's wonderful, Alyssa. And that's something that we've talked about on the podcast before, this idea of creating your own opportunity if your dream job or position is not already on Handshake, which is totally fine. We've talked about utilizing your personal network or taking advantage of the job postings on LinkedIn or doing what you did and finding the specific roles that you were interested in. So that's really great advice for the listeners. So Alyssa, at this point, you're a second semester senior. You're very close to graduation. Ah! (laughs) You have two internships under your belt. So what do you think are the most important keys to success as any intern? What a great question. 
I would say that your internship is your interview for full time. You want to come across as professional and as competent as possible as much of the time as you can. I think networking is essential. I recommend setting up one-on-one -on -one meetings with everyone on your team to get to know them and what they do. It's also impressive if you offer to help them with any projects they're working on. This shows you can manage your workload and time as you are able to help them by taking on more of a workload for yourself. And honestly, you never know who has a say on if you receive a full-time offer. So it helps to get to know others and get them on your side. Lastly, I would just say to stay on top of your schedule and time management. Summer internships go by fast and it's on you to make that schedule, set up those one-on-ones and make sure you're doing what you want before the summer ends. Yeah, absolutely, Alyssa. I am 100% here for the one-on-one -on -one meetings. That was something that I did during my internships and I think that's probably the reason why I got my full-time offer back. You honestly never know, as you said, who is in the decision-making process for your offer, whether it's a return offer or a full-time offer. So you just wanna make sure you're professional at all times. So on the subject of these one-on-ones that you mentioned, Alyssa, could you tell us why you set up the calls with everyone on your team, how you did it, and then how it was beneficial for you? Yes. So at my first day during my internship, I reached out to my boss and asked if it would be okay if I set up 30 minutes with everyone on his team. I kind of wanted to get this approved by him because it is taking the time out of the people that are working for him and doing projects for him. But after he approved, I started sending calendar invites. I recommend doing this early because people's schedules fill up fast. It was kind of like a puzzle figuring out their free times with my free times and setting up all those one-on-ones. So in the meeting invite, I wrote a short note saying that I'm the new intern on the team. I just wanted to introduce myself and learn about them and their role. I found that everyone was so welcoming and eager to meet with me. And these meetings were actually a lot of fun. I loved learning about everyone on the team and what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. It was really beneficial to me within HR because there are so many different aspects of the roles they could be doing. So learning about what they did helped me learn what interested me and what areas I don't really want to work in. That's so great. I mean, I'm really impressed that you took the time to talk to everybody on the team. I think that's so important and people want to get to know you, especially in that virtual environment where you're not running into these people just on the day to day. It's so important, you know, to take the initiative to like make that connection actually happen. And I also hats off to you because I get a little bit nervous when I think about reaching out to even like everybody on a team. But you know, it's it is really important to like get to know the company you're working for get to know the people that you're working around. And ultimately, those connections are what make all the better because you feel like you get to know your job more. And the more you know your job, the more comfortable you are in it, you know, well, but I won't say I wasn't nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine. I'd imagine. But anyway, Alyssa, so a lot of students come up to us with concerns just about the idea of ambiguity in a job. And I know I also relate to that concern. Ambiguity is not always so fun to work with. But do you struggle with that? And then how do you address that ambiguity in a job and overcome it? I definitely struggle with it. I think the reason I didn't love my first internship was that it was like, be creative, figure it out, run with this. And I like to be told what to do and how to do it. I'm a people pleaser and I just wanted to make my boss happy. And all of that freedom was hard to know what 
what to do with. So my boss at the second internship was also really hands off. He told me what he needed done and then did not hover over me while I did it. In a virtual environment, I definitely felt like I had all the freedom in the world, which was weird. No one was making sure if and when I was working. So to stay on pace, I would send weekly and sometimes daily updates to my manager, letting him know about my progress. And this just kept us in touch and let him know how I was doing. And this also gave me the chance to ask him questions if I needed. But again, this all goes back to time management and making time in your own day to send those updates and ask the questions because no one is watching you and telling you what to do and how to do it. Yeah, I love that piece of advice on time management and what you said. I think that is especially applicable to people who do virtual internships. When you're not sitting in an office surrounded by other people working, you really have to hold yourself accountable in whatever way that is, whether it's making a calendar for yourself or goal setting, but also then the importance of taking breaks so that when you do sit down to do the work, you are focused on the task at hand. Oh, I 100% echo what Sophie just said about making sure to schedule in those breaks. I know during my last summer virtual internship, that's something I really struggled with. I would find myself working throughout the day, realizing I hadn't eaten lunch and it was like 7 p.m. So (laughs) definitely make sure to take care of yourself while you're working because if you don't take care of yourself, then you can't really produce the best work. Alyssa, I know you told us that you had a mentor during your own internship. And so I love this. This is something that I was also really keen on having during my own internship. So Who was it and how did that relationship work? Yeah, so I was assigned a mentor on my team named Alexis and she called me the first day of my internship to basically ask about my communication style and workload preferences. I really liked this because I'm a go, go, go type of person and I like to keep busy. So this gave me the chance to tell her that before the summer even started. She promised she could give me lots to work on but also gave me the chance to tell her when it became too much. So at the beginning of the summer, we sat down and wrote out goals that I had for myself during the internship. Midway through the summer, we looked at those goals again and talked about my progress. We figured out what I needed to do to accomplish the rest of them. And honestly, it was so satisfying to feel like I really achieved them at the end of the summer. I love that Alexis thought to have me write goals in the first place. She truly started out as a professional mentor but ended up as a great friend that is so fun that you guys became friends by the end of the summer and also like two things one it's so cool that you set goals for yourself I think oftentimes that's something students will overlook but two then setting goals for yourself then actually lets you see the progress that you've done I feel like a lot of times at the end of summers I mean I and other students can look back and feel like man I don't know really what I learned like I'm sure I learned a lot but having something tangible to look back on and say like I accomplished this this is what I got out of my internship is so cool I'm so happy that you got to have that relationship with your mentor thank you me as well So on the subject of goal setting, you mentioned that at the beginning of the internship, you sat down with your mentor and outlined some goals that you had for yourself. So what do you recommend for students in terms of what goals that they can set for themselves going into their own internships? I would definitely think about what you want to get out of your internship. And if that end goal is a full-time offer, think about what you need to do to achieve that. So that may be 15 different one-on-one meetings. It may be 30 different one-on-one meetings. It may be 12-hour workdays. This will look differently for different roles in different companies. 
But if you think about what you want at the end, then you can step backwards and think about how to achieve it. Goals can also be really small, like saving 15 minutes at the end of each day to send those email updates or keeping your camera on for all meetings in one day. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely here for the goal setting. That's something I did in the beginning of my internship, just on my own, just because I wanted to see how far I could grow within a 10-week summer. And so it is really satisfying to look at the very end and see how much you've actually accomplished during your short summer there. I'm so impressed, you guys, setting goals for yourself. That's great. I'm definitely going to think about that as I start up my full-time job this summer. But anyway, Alyssa, one of my favorite things is to hear about people's awesome stories about cool things they got to do during your internship. So we were curious, what is the coolest thing that you got to do during your internship? Yes. So this summer, I don't think I've mentioned it. I was at Eli Lilly in Indianapolis. And my favorite thing I got to do this summer was present at what Lilly calls Campus Kickoff. It's an event with a bunch of Lilly recruiters and universities, and they come together to get excited about the upcoming recruiting season. I got to speak as a student perspective, and I loved getting to share my insight with all the different employees and recruiters. Well, Alyssa, it's neat that being an HR, you got to get a little inside look at how Eli Lilly runs its HR and recruiting, which I'm sure is something that you're really passionate about. It's definitely cool to see one side of recruiting while still being on the other side of recruiting. I was hearing what they're looking for in students and how they can catch their attention when all I've been thinking about is how I can grab the recruiter's attention. So it was cool to see the other side. Yeah, that is so awesome. I know you as a very much a people person. And so I feel like this role is just like so perfect for you. So I'm really glad that you've had the opportunity to work at this company within a role that you really enjoy. And so as students start preparing and thinking about their internships this summer. I know that some companies still are doing virtual internships, which can be really scary if you haven't done one before. So as someone who has done one, what advice do you have for students heading into those virtual internships this summer? I know this probably isn't what you all want to hear, but I really suggest keeping your cameras on, getting your name and face in front of as many people as possible, We've talked about networking. It is just so important. And you, you're you not getting that small talk that you would get if you were in a real office. So g- keeping your camera on and getting to know others as best as you can is definitely what you need to do in a virtual environment. I would also encourage you to ask about the small things, like what the office setup is like, what they do for fun in the city of their job. So you can get a feel on if it is a place and a company you want to end up at. I love that point about asking what it's like to live in the city you would end up at. I mean, this summer, I asked so many people like, oh, what neighborhoods would be interesting to live in? Like, what restaurants do you go to? What do you do on the weekends type thing? Because you're not there. You don't know. And that could be like your life in a year from now. So I love that piece of advice. Okay, Alyssa. Well, we've reached the end of our questions for this week's episode, but we want to hear the story. So did you get a return offer for full-time and what was it like securing that full-time position? Yes. (laughs) I am so excited to be going back to Lily full-time. I was actually in line for a COVID test in August when the recruiter called me and offered me a role. That's a moment I will never forget. So at Lilly, your entire internship is your interview for full-time. So I knew the recruiter would be calling me with a decision either way. 
I know that some other companies have real interviews at the end of their internships and use that time as their decision. But my air quote interview was the entire summer that I was working at Lilly. Well, it sounds like you worked really hard over the summer to land your dream job. And I'm excited to have a friend to visit in India. Yes, please come stay with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, congrats, Alyssa. That's so exciting. Thank you so much, too, for joining us for, for this podcast. For our listeners, if you're wondering how Alyssa is just so good at giving a podcast, you can catch her on another podcast that IU puts on. It's through IU Admissions, right, Alyssa? Yeah, well, thanks for that plug. I want to thank you guys for having me. This was an absolute blast. Oh my goodness. It's been so fun for us too. So thanks. All righty. It's that time again where we answer your questions. This week, we are thinking of summer and I love summer. So I'm so excited. Sabrina, I'm going to ask you a question first. So what did you do ahead of time to prepare for your summer internship? Uh, Yes, a great question. So for context, I was working in supply chain. As we know, supply chain got kind of crazy during COVID. And so what I did to prepare, because I knew I was going a global supply chain role within sourcing, I read up on everything that there was on my company and what they were doing to tackle COVID-19. And then I went ahead and looked at our competitors to see what they were doing. And so it was just a lot about reading up and making sure that I was in the know of what my company was doing moving forward before I even got there, just so I was prepared on day one. I also reached out to people who I had interviewed with. So whether it was actually the other interviewees, like the other students that they were there for our super day at McDonald's. I also reached out to the recruiters to make sure that I was all ready for my first day at the company. That's awesome. I think people always talk about preparing for interviews and things like that, but people don't actually talk about what it's like to prepare for the internship itself. So I love that you went and used all the resources that you had to learn about the current state that McDonald's was in and how that might apply to your job. Especially, I would imagine that the supply chain was kind of crazy. I'd love to talk more about that sometime. But anyway, moving on, Sophie, last summer, what was it like to have a virtual internship and be in a different city than the location of the firm you were interning with? Yeah, so I would say that being in a different city than the location of my firm was not that big of a deal because honestly, we're all just, you know, virtual from our computers anyway. So I didn't really notice it after a while. And it was honestly cool to hear where everybody was working from. I actually got to work with people overseas and in Canada and speak a little French with people in Canada. So it was really neat to make international connections uh, in addition to the people that were, you know, living in, in different cities in the United States. In terms of a virtual internship, I think it was a really valuable experience that I'll always remember. And also one that I'm expecting a lot of students will also experience this upcoming summer, of course, depending on the company. But in terms of how to navigate a virtual internship, I think Alyssa has mentioned some really great tips throughout the episode. I'd also echo the importance of one-on-one meetings. You do have to work harder to meet people and put yourself out there when you are in a virtual environment because you can't just walk down the office hallway and make chit-chat as you're standing at the coffee machine. 
And then in terms of the internship, uh, you'll be surprised when you get to the end of your internship and you look back, the days will really blend together and you might forget like, wait, what did I really accomplish? I would say write down your progress maybe at the end of the week. It doesn't need to be daily necessarily, but try to keep a log of everything that you did throughout the weeks leading up to finalizing your goals and your project because most internships will have you do a presentation at the end of the internship on what you accomplished. So you want to have that fresh in your head. And then my other tip in terms of meeting people would be to schedule virtual bonding with other interns. So something that I did was schedule virtual lunches with the other interns once a week, and then we would play a small little icebreaker game and then just sit on the computer and have lunch together. And it was a great opportunity to meet other people from different universities. And we were all in different finance groups. So I would have never had the opportunity to meet them virtually had it not been for our bonding events because we weren't working together on any projects. Yeah, I mean, to Alyssa's point earlier about setting one-on-ones with every person in your team, I love your point, Sophia. You should try to set up a one-on-one with every intern in your program, too. I mean, the only way I became friends with other interns was by intentionally setting that time apart. And it was kind of fun to take that break in the day, have lunch outside while, you know, hopping on a Zoom call with, with the interns. Yeah. And another thing I'll quickly add is it's also important to meet people that are in other functions that are of interest to you. So I'm a business law major in Kelly. So I also set up time with people in the legal department. I also met people in HR and marketing. So just because you're a finance major or your supply chain, you know, challenge yourself to get outside of your individual practice as well, because that really helps you piece together a holistic view of the entire company, which is even harder to do virtually. So that'll be really helpful too. Want to get in touch? Email us at unfilteredcareersearchpodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions about recruiting, want help from professional coaches, or want to see what's going on, head to careers.kelly.iu.edu. And as always, make sure to keep up with job postings on Handshake. We'll see you next week with the three of us in the edition of another student guest speaker. See you later.